Well, hello again, listeners. Uh, it's fantastic to be able to chat to you all again today. Um, I hope you've been looking and listening to birds since we last chatted. Uh, the one thing I do want to do, I really want to thank um, all of you for listening to my waffling. And, uh, and and I really enjoy the questions that come on WhatsApp. And uh, I can't answer them all, but I do have, um, if you do have any comments, or questions, just contact us at Facebook, chat Sapphire, and you will soon find a button to connect to um, WhatsApp. There were two questions that came in that sent by James and, and one by Sue, uh, namely, um, how can woodpeckers carry on and do what they're doing without hurting themselves? Uh, in other words, bark, uh, barking, um, tapping away at a tree for so long, and uh, which is uh, one of our, you know, which is the largest eagle. Um, I'll answer these questions at the end of my chat, so stay tuned and uh, I'll give you a few of these answers and uh, once again, thanks. I don't know if you remember, in our last chat I was mentioning to, uh, I was going to go camping up the coast to the, you know, close to the sand forest, but uh, just a little bit of feedback. Um, We went up there this last weekend and I can tell you, it was really, really windy, uh, up to about 50 k's an hour, and uh, it's really hard to try and, ca- you know, see many birds during the wind. And as I said earlier, when you decide to go birding and you want to go birding at certain times, take that into consideration because know that when the wind is blowing, uh, you ain't going to find too many birds around. But uh, anyway, you know, I just love birding and uh, and obviously. Um, while I was up there, I was going to try and help the team. It so happened on that specific day that it was the Global World um, Birding Day. And I belong to a team in the UK uh, <laughs> called, I, uh, what is it called? It's called Saw 3 Dodos. So it was quite uh, funny to actually to see the name and then and, and sort of send it an answer without sort of giggling a bit. But anyway, I must say, I went uh, out there that day and um, I was very happy with the birds that I actually saw, um, especially in the wind. And I've really got some really great photos and uh, I saw some good birds, you know. Uh, there's always good birds, doesn't matter where you go, you'll always find some, any bird for me is, is brilliant to, to observe. But I, I was actually out looking for the um, lemon-breasted canary the one day. And um, I saw these birds flying around, you know, they normally hang around the palm trees, those lilla palms. And I saw these birds and I thought, no, I need to get my camera out. I took my camera out and I started clicking away at these birds. They were quite a distance. And um, so I zoomed in and I was clicking. I thought, no, but these are definitely lemon-breasted. I was getting quite excited. And um, I clicked away and later on when I started seeing what the birds were and you know obviously I needed some photographs from my journal because I didn't see them you know I haven't seen them that often at all because they're very 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 uncommon and I was so excited because there lo and behold was the lemon-breasted canary and I tell you I was so chuffed I also accidentally saw a cuckoo finch and this bird is really uncommon and, and hard to see and it goes back to what I was saying uh, 
at our last chat that when you go birding, um, sometimes it's better to take photographs first before you start looking through your binoculars, especially if you've got yourself a very good camera, you know, with a very good lens um, for doing that, yeah, something with, you know, very high or fast shutter speed and uh, possibly an automatic ISO. And I saw this little yellow bird in the corner of my eye and I thought it was a yellow-fronted canary or one of those. So I just quickly um, took a photo of it a few times uh, just so that I could get back to taking photos of the lemon-breasted. And when I went back later and I started going through my photos, lo and behold, boy oh boy, I was excited. Yeah, this is cuckoo finch. And I ain't seen one for a long, 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 long time. And I don't, I, I never had a photo of one, in fact. So that was, for me, very, very exciting. Um, to go up or to speak a bit more about the um, camera being a very good tool, a little bit later, I was coming down a little gorge and I stopped and I looked into the forest and uh, a bird I hadn't seen for a long time was the white-necked robin, really beautiful little robin. And I had my binocs and I was looking around and suddenly this little robin popped out. And I thought, well, I need my camera. I grabbed my camera, I looked up at the bird and it was gone. I waited there for a long time and you know what, it never came back. So it was a chance that I lost. So I always say, if you do have a, an opportunity, take the photo first. Then go back and look at it. Yeah, it's also good so you can answer some questions and make sure that it is the right bird that you thought you saw in the first place. The other birds that I was excited of, um, about seeing was the... Um, I've got photos and I hear it a lot in my area, but you know, they, they hide away a lot. is the gorgeous, gorgeous bush shark. And I tell you what, this is such a beautiful bird and it makes this unique sound. And I really wanted to get a really good picture of it. And I spent nearly half an hour with this bird. I was waiting for it, waiting for it. I'd hear it come a bit closer and it goes into a bush and I could see it moving around with my binocs. And I thought, no, I need a good shot with my camera. So then I'd walk around the other side of the bush slowly. Um, and, you know, then it would flip out and fly behind another bush. Oh my goodness, then I've got to get up, go around to the other, look around the bush, in the bush, and I spent nearly, as I said just now, half an hour trying to get a good photo of this bird, and I just, I gave up after a while. It was just nice to hear it around, uh, and I heard it most of the day, or, or a few of them anyway, um, most of the day, so that was great. I was also on the lookout for the Southern Bandit Snake Eagle, I mentioned that in the last chat, and unfortunately... I didn't see him, but I did see its brother or cousin, and that's the black-chested snake eagle. And let me tell you, when they're high up and they're zooming, it looks a lot like the martial eagle. They, the only difference you can tell is from the black. The martial eagle has black under its wings, and um, obviously the martial eagle is a bit bigger, but when, they, when they're very high up, it's, it's, it's hard to see the size. But um, the black-chested snake eagle is uh, pale under its wings. Uh, but anyway, I managed to get some very, very good shots. And that's also another factor. You can zoom in and, and have a closer look and, and identify the bird correctly. The Apollos or Apollos, it was the yellow-chested. There were a lot of them around. They were making a noise the whole day. Um, 
but it was brilliant just to listen to them and and get some really good shots as well so i was very happy to you know find them amongst the um the trees there and it was oh, it's just lovely being out there by myself listening to all these birds you must try it sometime if you if you only starting now i promise you it's such a healthy way of spending your morning or your day going out and just birding another bird that got my eye was the black cuckoo shrike uh, i didn't actually see the male but i saw the female which is really really beautiful it's a it's a lovely bird and um it was flitting around the the branches of the trees around there and i managed to get some really good photographs of it even in flight some really really good photos in flight and uh, I think for the day, no, no, I think um, I posted uh, in that wind. I'm sure without the wind, I, I could have got more, but uh, I posted 95 birds that day. So it wasn't a full day birding. As I said, I was camping with my family, but to post 95 birds uh, with the wind, I was, I was fairly happy with that. So that was great. Um, but as I mentioned, it was a birding, a global birding day. Um, but there is another one coming up, and I'd like to actually mention this uh, to anyone who's out there who wants to sort of join and become, you know, do your own list. And that's the great birding day, in the big birding day in South Africa. It uh, starts on the 27th of November. Well, it actually starts on, on midnight on the Friday, the 27th of November, right through to um, midnight, the 28th of November. And uh, there's two categories that they have for that specific day. You have your open category, and the rules for this is that the maximum area that you can visit uh, must be within a radius of 50 kilometers. You can record all the bird species seen or heard during the 24-hour period from, as I said, um, midnight on Friday, the 27th of November, to midnight on the Saturday, the 28th of November. That's obviously this year. The teams can consist of a maximum of four members. Um, only free-flying birds may be recorded. In other words, don't start um, numbering or naming caged birds. If you see any caged birds, please leave it out of the out of the bird count because they need the count to be accurate. The majority, for example, two out of the three of your team um, must agree on the call or of any sighting. And the other things, the teams are requested to limit the use of the callback. Uh, you know the callback on your uh, phones when you've got the noises to attract the birds to an absolute minimum, you know, preferably avoid using it if you can because you know we don't really like using it at all um, and this is especially true when birding in a nature reserve or national park or actually targeting threatened bird species so it's not it's actually frowned upon so try and stay away from that if you can the other category is the community category the rules for this category are that the it actually caters for much larger groups. You know, if you go to a bird club and you want to enjoy the day birding with a lot of other people, there's actually no limit to the number of team members in this um, category. A team leader may be selected, uh, who will be the main one 
with the who will be the sort of contact person of of that group. The maximum area also is a radius of 50 kilometers, and the same things apply. Record species in that 24-hour period, from midnight to midnight, and of course only free-flying birds, as we said before. Um, yeah, so that is that birding day. I'm saying it's going to be brilliant. <coughs> Excuse me, man. I seem to have a little frog in my throat this this morning. And um, on that specific day, it's so brilliant to, you know, especially if you're starting and you like to be with other people. And you can learn a lot. Um, even if you think you know some, it's nice to listen to what other people have to say about the birds as well. And you will always learn yourself. So it's it's a great day to be out there, you know. Even if you see a few birds, just put them down. It helps everyone, and it helps um, the um, birding national day to get a good count and know where their birds are and uh, what's happening. So there's another one coming up I have to mention in February, around about the 5th of February, which is the one I always go to is at the Golden Gate. Uh, but I think what I'll do is I'll mention that one next time. So when we have a chat next time, I'll uh, um, talk about that one a little bit more because that one's in February and that's going to be great. Uh, I always go there, as I said, uh, it's brilliant. Okay, I'd like to just talk to you about a couple of these questions that uh, came in earlier, as I, as I said. Um, it's just so nice to see these comments and, and, and questions come in. Uh, I'll always learn if someone has something to mention to me about where they've seen certain birds and in the how exciting day they had and uh, because it's just lovely to know all the different things and especially about rare birds if you do know about rare birds where you've seen them and in what area so we can share this um on the chat yeah at uh, chat sapphire birding with alan <laughs> anyway the one question was uh, about a woodpecker hurting itself uh, hemming away all day and that, and you know that's a good question but can you imagine Days and days of days and days of hammering and prizing, you'd think it had hurt itself somewhere, somewhere along the line. But I'll have to tell you that its brain is cushioned. It's got a cushioned brain, and um, it's got this tongue, this beautiful tongue that it, it's very unique. It, it's one of the best, or not one of the best. It's, it's a very unique feeding tool of of any bird that I've that I've that I've seen, other than maybe the sunbirds. Um, its tongue has an extension that's really long. It goes around the back, over the, over the brain, around the brain at the back as well. And um, it uses this long tongue. Once it's bored um, a hole in the bark, and it uses this tongue, it darts out. It's got little barbs on it. And it's actually covered with sticky, like a glue-type mucus. And um, once it's made its little holes in the little where the insects have been digging away or the ants have been walking around, this tongue darts out down the uh, down the hole and um, obviously picks up these uh, little insects. So that's actually in itself quite uh, quite great. It's you know, something nice to know about uh, this bird, um, the woodpecker. So anyway, on to my second question, which came out uh, from from you guys, um, from one of you anyway. Uh, thanks a lot again. And that is which is the uh, largest eagle in South Africa. But I have to tell you, we we're very blessed in having a lot of large eagles here in, in Southern Africa and even in the continent. But 
it is recorded in most places. You, know, you can read anywhere that the Marshall Eagle is our largest eagle, um, very closely followed by the Ferrix um, Eagle, which is the Black Eagle. And I think just due to the average mesh mass, you know, uh, being slightly heavier, that this will actually um, tip the scales a little bit in its favour. So, yeah, this Marshall Eagle is a big eagle. It's the length is about 78 to about 94 centimetres long. It has a wingspan of over two metres. Boy, it's uh, longer than me. Anyway, so the wingspan is over two metres, so it's a great bird. And, and, and I have to tell you that I will be addressing these eagles at a later session. And we'll talk about all the different raptors, uh, different types of raptors, and of course the eagles, or the true eagles, the difference between the true eagles and other eagles. And uh, the one thing I do have to say is, um, although the Marshall Eagle is said to be the largest in South Africa, the crowned eagle is by far the strongest in the continent, not even here in South Africa. It's, it's, it's a very strong bird. It has huge talons, and it's it's been known to uh, carry um, its prey of about 30 kgs. It kills heavier prey, but we'll talk about it later um, than that. Uh, but it's a really, really strong bird, and um, it's got a shorter wingspan, but it's a little bit wider because, you know, it's been seen most of the time in, in, in dense forests, so it maneuvers around a bit. So it allows it by having a thicker uh, or a... You know, not a longer a wingspan, but a slightly wider and shorter to be able to maneuver around the trees a little bit more. Uh, we see them very often down the coast where I am, but uh, we'll talk about that next time. Or well, not next time, but I'll definitely have a chat about all the different eagles. And I could go on a lot of time waffling the way I am now, on and on and on. So I just want to say that I think at this stage I've spoken enough. And I'm looking forward to the next time we're going to have a little chat. And if you've got any questions or comments, please, guys, ladies and guys out there, just um, drop a line, uh, as I said, on, on Facebook, on WhatsApp. And uh, I'd love to know what's going on. And uh, I'd love to answer any questions. Uh, I, I can't answer all the questions, but I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to cover them during our chats. So at this stage, all I can say is, Go out there and happy birding, folks.